Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. It's been an interesting few months in terms of the broad economic data out there. On the one hand, you get news like, oh, the unemployment rate's at you know, 49 year lows and the, the unemployment rate's 3.6, 3.7%, these incredibly low numbers. And that sounds great. But then you think, well, if the job market you know, can't really get any more jobs out there, you know, what's going to happen? Maybe wages have to go up. Maybe uh, you know, there's going to be higher unemployment going forward because that's usually what happens when we get down to these record lows and we reach full employment. Uh, and then you have data on manufacturing where you have a lot of soft data where purchasing managers expect things to be better in the next few months. But you also have a lot of people at running factories that are reporting that there's a lot of uncertainty out there with the trade war. Uh, you have data about home prices rising in some markets and having stagnated or even fallen by pretty big percentages in others, particularly at the high-end luxury market, which can also be a bit of a leading indicator for the economy. Well, there's one other economic indicator that's interesting but also somewhat contradictory right now, and that has to do with loads in rail cars. After all, most physical goods in the United States at some point are shipped by rail. Uh, think about it this way. If you live in the middle of the country, any goods that you get that are shipped in internationally have to come in from a port and they'll get shipped to a distribution center near you and then put on a truck. Uh, if you live in the middle of the country and you've got a large farm full of corn or wheat or even if you have uh, natural gas or, or oil, that might be shipped out by rail as well and often usually is. So this is a huge and key indicator. So during earnings season when company CSX also the name of the ticker, reported its CEO said that this was one of the most bizarre economies that he had ever seen. So I'm glad I'm not alone on this. Uh, CSX reported uh, that their rail car earnings were down in the most recent quarter a little bit. Not by a lot, just by a smidge, but it, it was another one of those situations where you had this huge massive drop in the stock and transportation stocks in general have been uh, not faring too well year to date. A lot of uh, trucking companies have been struggling and you know that's an indication that even if you're buying more things on Amazon than you used to before, uh, the overall total number of goods uh, in the economy being shipped you know, might not be as big as it once was. So what's going on here? Is this a good investment? Uh, when I look at the railroads, uh, I actually think conceptually there is a great long-term investment play here. The railroads in the United States are essentially a regional monopoly and they're part of a bigger oligopoly. The U.S. government allows uh, companies like CSX, uh, which operates in the Northeast a lot, uh, kind of to have kind of its own space where it dominates the area there. And you've got, you know, Burlington Northern Santa Fe, uh, which is owned by Berkshire Hathaway, run by Warren Buffett. Uh, that's, it's got a different chunk of the country. You've got Union Pacific. You have all of these kind of different rail networks uh, kind of working together and you have them flowing goods and services here to there. Uh, but the problem is, I think, is really going to be twofold going forward. One, our economy is increasingly digital. So if we're not necessarily shipping as many goods and services because you know, we can just you know, download things and watch whatever we want, or people are trying to buy more you know, locally sourced foods and, and do that sort of thing, uh, you know, it's gonna impact things like rail, rail travel and rail car use. And even before we got some of this contradictory economic data year to date, uh, CSX estimated that they were only gonna grow by about one to 2% this year, which yeah, that isn't that bad. If the economy is growing 3%, that still says, you know, not everything's digital. There's still a lot of physical goods and services that need to go out there. Now CSX is basically saying 2019 is probably going to be a flat year for them. 
Now, admittedly, they did have a one-time event. They lost a customer that was responsible for about 1% of all of their rail traffic, uh, and that was the Philadelphia-based oil refinery uh, that uh, you know, had a big fire in June and got shut down. It's the biggest refinery on the East Coast. It's going to be impacting um, our ability to refine gasoline. If demand has a big surge, we're probably just going to see prices go up to deal with that a lot more than we would otherwise. But you know, for CSX, you know, a huge business is still only 1% of their business, so they're in a, a pretty good position where they have a very diverse uh, line of customers uh, you know, from all over kind of the region that they service. Uh, so overall, you know, the railroads are not necessarily uh, in the worst place to be with that. But I think the second issue does relate uh, to kind of some of the broader issues that we've seen year to date uh, with the weather. We had a very cold winter, uh, especially in the middle of the country. We had a lot of rainfall in the middle of the country. Uh, and now we've had uh, kind of hurricane season kind of starting to move up into the, uh, you know, kind of Mississippi River Valley in that area. You know, this is, you know, kind of America's heartland, America's farmland, and there have been, you know, floods. We've had a delayed start to crop season. Farmers have been posting pictures of corn that's waist high, and they say, hey, this time of year it's usually, you know, shoulder high, head high. Uh, you know, we're probably looking at maybe not necessarily food shortages, but certainly uh, a lot lower crop levels than we've seen in the past. And that's going to adversely impact rail traffic in the next few quarters as well. So when we look at the railroads, um, you know, I, I think there's going to be at least uh, the next quarter or two where things, you know, they, they don't necessarily look like they're going to be that good. So there's probably going to be some weakness in shares. But if you're a long-term investor, you know, some weakness and that's actually an opportunity. That gives you a chance to buy in at a lower price. So when I look at railroad companies uh, specifically, you know, I'm not necessarily looking to buy right now. I think investors should keep an eye on it, however, and they should look uh, basically to build a watch list of you know, railroad companies, set the price that they like for shares where they think they're getting a, a pretty fair buy. 15, 20% off of recent tops, I think is pretty reasonable in the next quarter or two as, as some of these events continue to unfold. Uh, for CSX, uh, for where shares have been, uh, they've gotten into the low 70s. Uh, I would actually look to buy at or under $65 per share. Now, I think on a big market sell-off, you could probably even get into the high 50s with that. So that's a great opportunity uh, to buy essentially a piece of America's uh, you know, transport oligopoly service uh, at a much more reasonable price than what it's traded at in the, in the past few quarters. So there is some short-term weakness out there. Uh, ultimately, you know, whatever happens, even if we do get a recession over, you know, 12, 18 months, you know, we muddle through those and we end up growing again. And over the long term, the economy grows. As the economy grows, even with the rise of digital products and services, physical goods are going to need to be shipped from where they're created to, to where they're used by the end customers. And that is ultimately beneficial to the railroads. So consider railroads as a opportunity to buy, especially during a recession, uh, but even just in the next quarter or two, put them on your watch list because they're going to get to a, a cheaper price uh, that makes sense for the long term. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.